everybody, this is John Mejia, the owner of Los Toxicos Mariscos, inviting all of you and your families to come visit us. We're located at 2055 Glen Oaks Boulevard in the city of San Fernando. We're open seven days a week. We invite you to come. We have all the local sports games on. We are the home of the Pulpo, the home of La Perrona Salsa. Come try us out. You won't be disappointed. Hope to see you soon. Again, let us know you heard it from us at Group Enthusiast. Thanks, guys. Take care. Welcome to the Grub Enthusiast Grubcast, where we're on a mission to find the best places to eat, drink, and have a good time. And occasionally, we get to sit down with some of the amazing food artists that make that possible. Thank you for listening as usual. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. It really helps out the show. My guest today is Mr. John Mejia from Los Toxicos Mariscos in San Fernando, California. John, thank you so much. John Mejia at uh, Los Toxicos Mariscos in San Fernando. Thank you for having me, man. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I uh, came in a bit ago with Mexi Papa. Yes, sir. And I had never, you know, I'd never, I don't think I'd actually really even had uh, a pulpo, like officially. Uh, maybe I'd had it like, uh, well, I've had it in sushi. I think I've had it in sushi a few times. Right. Um, you know, sliced thin, served raw, uh, you know, maybe a little sauce on the side, but never anything like this. This is... I mean, it's in the... Not, not in a molcajete, bubbling, boiling. Threatening to kill you. Yeah, yeah. most. So, uh, yeah, I'd never had it. And when he invited me, it was kind of spur of the moment. He said, hey, can you be here Monday? I'm, yeah, yeah, I can be there. So, uh, when I, when I, for me, when I saw the, the pulpo, especially the, the, what, the Diabla, the, the, the La Diabla. A La Diabla. That one there is uh, the really spicy. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's, when it comes out of the kitchen, it's got a, kind of a life of its own. Uh, it's uh, growling at you. It's sizzling. It's ah, threatening. Moving. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people, we had someone complain saying, why are we serving live octopus? And I'm like, uh, you serious? Yeah. looks like it's dancing, but yeah, we make sure they uh, yeah, it's, don't come alive. But we, anyways, yeah. We don't want PETA coming around. We, we're, no, we, no. We, we have enough with the, everyone else trying to come in here and yeah, make sure yeah. our licenses are uh, for valid. So yeah, PETA, yeah. stay away. So uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was really delicious. I think we had, mm, I'm going to say four or five different dishes. I had the, I think, I think for me, one of my favorites was the, uh, the tacos with the, the pulpo. That, those, I think, were really delicious to me. The, the cream sauce, the cabbage, uh, just, you know, your general. Yeah, it, it's a little different. A lot of times we think of pulpo, it's like you mentioned, or the cut-up pulpo. This yeah. is actually deep-fried. We, we took just like we take our uh, shrimp and fish, and we decided, hey, you know, let's make this a Baja octopus taco. So, yeah. you know, it's cooked deep-fried, so it gives you that different texture, the, the, the taste is there. So yeah. Yeah, it's a little different than what we've actually seen out there. I, I you know, I think I think with the, the breading, you know, it reminds me of like a regular fish taco, like, you know, that everybody does, but uh, right. very unique for me. Um, okay, and then we had the, uh, the garlic. Now, the garlic one. Mojo de ajo. Ah, you yeah. see, I, I have. I'm, it's arguably my favorite of the bunch. We've we've heard from different folks that love a la diabla. We yeah. had, obviously we came out with the a la, a la molca gente pulpo la diabla first. Yeah. Um, we brought out two weeks ago the mojo de ajo, and we received a lot of feedback too. A lot of yeah. people like the taste. Again, yeah. It's a lot different. They haven't had a taste of uh, mojo de ajo, which is butter and yeah. garlic yeah. coming out like that. So yeah. It, well, it's great for me because I think the uh, the butter and the garlic. It kind of uh, it kind of accentuates the pulpo, rather than for me the chili. It's fighting with it, kind of. You know what I mean? Uh, the the garlic really kind of for me enhanced it, so uh, I prefer that one of the two. But of the three dishes, uh, the, the tacos, man, they're, they're still my favorite. I think of the bunch. Uh, I think what else do we have? We had the chicharrón, pescado chicharrón, the deep fried okay, yes. chicharrón. Yes, and that to me reminds me of something that I used to get at a sushi bar. Uh, they had scorpion fish, deep fried scorpion fish, wow. which if uh, in, if in cook, you know cooked incorrectly, you could die. 
Uh, no big deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was like that lightly breaded with a dipping sauce. It was, yeah, it's a love. Um, the last one was the ribeye aguachile, which is also a new dish for us here. Okay, and I'd never, ever had that. Uh, the closest thing I ever had was either uh, beef tartare, or, uh, which is like a ground beef and a patty kind of deal, or uh, what is the other one? Um, carne molido, which is okay. lemon cooked. Right, right. Yeah. That was probably the closest I've had to that. Um, how did that come about? I mean, what? Someone mentioned that to us, and I think uh, Chef Jose is uh, amazing. Anything this, yeah. this guy touches, so we, someone told me, hey, you know, this is kind of uh, coming up in the works, you know, ribeye aguachile, and yeah. I looked at the individual and said, really, and they said, yeah, it tasted X Y Z. So that same night, I talked to uh, Chef Jose, and I was like, we need to try this. So we came through. He did about three, four different recipes, and two ended with the last one. Each one, we took feedback for different individuals. Mexi Papa came and tasted it, and he said, hey, maybe if you try X. Yeah. And we did, and it kind of gave it a better uh, taste. Uh, the aguachila really comes out yeah. on it. So I think we've, uh, we have a final recipe. It's been on the menu for about three weeks, and it's pretty popular. Awesome. A lot of people, like they say, they can't wrap their head. Like, what do you mean there's cooked meat with aguachile? And we say try it, and so far everybody is uh, really liked yeah. it, and yeah. uh, so we're yeah. going with it. That's so. Look, do you want to give us a little backstory to all how this even began? How did we come here? How did how did you get to this point? Yeah, so my, my story is interesting. This is actually my first restaurant. Um, I have not had any other restaurants. Uh, my background is really insurance. From when I uh, came out of school, uh, I was a young father, uh, had a child at uh, 18 years old, and my dad pretty much said, "Hey." That's, uh, you better get to work. And so I went and uh, I was in high school, went to the board and said, what job pays the most and happens to be an insurance company. I just got involved in insurance from a mailroom, worked my way up. Uh, we actually started uh, an insurance company with my uh, business partner. Uh, we sold that uh, insurance company in 2018. They asked us to stay for two years. We were there for two years. On March 10th, our contract ended and the world pretty much closed on March 17th uh, with something called COVID. Yeah. I sat around for a while, you know, I was bored. I've been working my entire life, like I said, since I was 18 years old. And at that point, I decided instead of having a, another large company, I wanted to have several smaller businesses. Yeah. Um, so we uh, opened up a small insurance agency, uh, partnered up with uh, an attorney, uh, have a personal injury firm, and um, uh, also invested in uh, Water No Water, which we sell here. It's a local up-and-coming uh, water company. A very interesting story with a good friend of mine, Paul. What? Like a uh, bottled water? That, that, that Noah water right there uh -huh. is uh, started by my friend Paul Pratt. Um, he asked, uh, you know, so he wanted to get into business. So, uh, you know, I gave him some information. I invested. I'm an investor in it. Uh, we sell it here. We promote it. Um, they support uh, many different local schools. So we uh, donate water to the local sports team. Right, right. And um, so that, that was another venture. And uh, I had an opportunity to purchase a franchise. And I was looking through the numbers, uh, like looking through, you know, P&Ls and and numbers and uh, I said oh there's actually money we made in restaurants that one unfortunately didn't uh, go through and then another business part of mine said that they had this location here open um, I'd also been to uh, it, it's a lot of things that happen I think are what I say by luck things just happen so I happened to be at a restaurant in Beverly Hills where they had a great show and people were taking out their pictures and in my mind I told my wife you know there's nothing like that in the valley it'd be nice if we had something like this in the valley so I had that in the back of my head, and when this specific location came up, I said, okay, let's try it. You know, it's a restaurant, how hard can it be? Well, my background's corporate, and uh, going from corporate to restaurant is uh, night and day. Yeah. Um, okay. Just from imagine. the individuals to dealing with cash money, you know, everything we did before was wires, everything was electronic. Sure. So, you know, it took a while. Uh, we purchased this in October 2022. 
Okay, we so ship. so it's about a year old now then. Yeah, well, we bought it October 20, uh, 22. It was a different style. It was more traditional, uh, what I used to call Puerto Nuevo style. So we wanted to modernize that. So we shut down for uh, two full months and we gutted this place from the ground up. We modernized it as you see now, you know, different floors, the, the, the wall so you can take, take pictures, put the TVs on. And uh, we opened, uh, I believe it was December 28th last year. Okay. Broken for two years. And we just opened. And as we know, the rain, it rained here until about May. You know, so it's pretty slow. So we just started, you know, doing marketing and Instagram. Uh, Instagram to me is a key for restaurants. You post something, people are going to come look for that. You have the right marketing. So, so we did that. So I've been open. It's going to be a year in January. Yeah. And uh, the Baja. So another thing I want to do is I, I like to do things differently. So first thing I wanted to, you know, modernize this because I wanted to bring in what I say, educate the younger generation, like my children, where I don't think they're going to walk into somewhere that looks like Puerto Nuevo, right? They need something mm-hmm. that looks fancy, that looks cool. So that was my goal to modernize, bring the, the youth to understand that mariscos are still good and you can still have fun doing it. And that's kind of how the concept started. You know, we wanted a different name, Los Toxicos. A lot of people, why Los Toxicos? You know, it's kind of, we know everyone's, oh, eres toxico, eres toxica. So I said, well, I looked it up. There's no other businesses name like that. And as we know, to try to get a name of a business or a, a website, it's a almost near the possible domain. Yeah, you got to be like letters. So this was available. So I ran with it. And... Uh, my wife's like, yeah, but someone's, you know, it's going to happen four years and that, you know, runs out. Toxico, what's that? And my younger daughter says, who cares? We'll be famous by then. Yeah. So it's yeah. not going to matter. No, sometimes you just have to roll the dice and do it. Yeah. So that's kind of how the name came about. Yeah. You know, we're family owned. My, most of my family works here. Uh, uh, my daughter, my wife, uh, we try to do things that are family oriented. We don't play live music. Uh, I'm not against it, but I think there's a lot of places around here that does so I want to be the place where people come in a lot of people come in and says hey where's the live music a lot of people come in and says thank you I can bring my kids here it's yeah. not as loud and that's just kind of what we're going for sure you know, family style just, just family style real calm we have a bar we have the music look you want to listen to music we can play it for you we can play it as loud as you want we're just not gonna have that live environment sure. where it's just not something we're gonna do well yeah I think I think when you start like uh, pigeonholing yourself in a certain area you start limiting people who can come and that's why I don't curse on the show you know, I don't on this show. I don't, I don't curse on it because I, I want to. Someone says, "Hey, well, who do you want to be your demographic?" I said, "Anybody with ears." Right. You know what I mean? And so, you, in your case, anybody with a mouth, you know, who want to come right. here, please buy food. So, uh, yeah, no, and, and that's that's really cool. Um, you, you when you were in, in Beverly Hills, which restaurant was in the inspiration? Mama por Dios. And, the, and they had a similar kind of program. Well, or? obviously, they're a lot higher, a elevated. You know, I don't so, know them. Actually. Yeah, it's uh, you know everything like this. Obviously, they have anything you take pictures. They have cows. They have uh, posters of folks like that. Yeah. The waiters come out dancing. The bartenders come. So it's a, it's a show. It's uh, okay. You know, it, floor show. It, it, it's a show. It's an experience, and yeah. that's what I want to give. Obviously, I'm not there yet, yeah. but we try. We're slowly getting there. I mean, we. We continue to add things here to add to that experience. And if you notice some of our plates, people take out their camera. It's like, oh, wow, this looks so cool. Yeah. I haven't seen it. That's what I want. I want people to, to post, to show, look, look how good yeah. this is. Yeah. yeah. Well, that the uh, pulpo, as I was saying before, it makes an impression. You know, when you see I, every video I've seen, it's, it's just you want to watch the video because you want to see if that thing's going to come to life and bite somebody. You know, so, yeah, it's, uh, it was, it's quite an experience when I saw it the first time. Um, what what's uh, going on now here? Do you have like programs here, like on certain days of the week? You got things going on people can know about. No, we we don't. We've okay. tried some of that. You know, we tried the karaoke, we tried yeah. the contest, and I think at the end of the day, 
Um, I'm going to stick to the Instagram, yeah. you know, that and what the folks call the foodies, you know, the yeah. folks that have a following that understand food because if they're coming in here and saying it's good, their followers are going to come in. Yeah. So we've tried di investing in different areas of marketing, and I think that's been really successful, so we're going to stick with that. Cool. So it's not like, hey, Wednesday we have karaoke night. Yeah. You know, we have the games, we have TVs, we play all the Dodger games, Laker games, you know, what are NFL games they have on here, but nothing specifically to say, hey, come on in for X day, you're going to get X. Right. Um, not at this point. Yeah. So at, at this point, what is your, uh, you know, let's actually talk about uh, Chef Jose. How did he come into the, this picture? Yeah. So Chef Jose was introduced to me by um, a good friend. And uh, I met Chef Jose. I sat down and I, and I spoke to him. And from the beginning, I liked what, what he had to say. Yeah. He has a lot of experience. Um, his background, he started several different restaurants. Um, he, so he was like a consultant for those restaurants. And fortunately for me, you know, he wasn't working at any of those. Yeah. So I brought him in. Um, he came in with us, yeah, in January. He started with us at the beginning. The recipes are uh, are from Baja. They're from a good friend, I almost call a cousin. Uh, when we were younger, we'd go into Tijuana a lot, and we would always go to this one restaurant. So I made friends with an individual, and his dad owned the restaurants. And over time, you know, we just stay, stayed friends. Yeah. And when I opened this restaurant, I reached out to him and said, hey, I got this idea. What do you think? And he's like, I can give you these Baja-style recipes that I've been thinking. You know, it's not something he could sell his restaurant, but since he was there from a kid, he wanted to explore. So he literally came out with all these recipes. Um, same thing with the salsas we have here. They're homemade salsas. We don't buy any salsas. They're all made here. Yeah. Um, and I think if you tasted a lot of uh, the plates, that, the reason I like them is when you take a bite of it, it's like three or four different flavors in your mouth. It's not yeah. like, oh, it's just a taco. We put stuff on the taco with the sauce to make it different every time you take, you know, chew on it, yeah. take a bite. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited that, that we're able to use recipes. So they're directly from Tijuana. Um, we also use La Perrona salsas in a lot. That's our primary salsa here. Um, also, from uh, my friend, he's the one that invented that. So a lot of our uh, salsas have La Perrona, and we use all both green, red, and black um, of those salsas. When you say black, what, what's, how's, it, how's it black? Well, the salsa individual is black, you know, oh, so how like they make it, yeah. Okay. So there's a black, red, and green. Okay. Salsa, so is yeah. it uh, they go up in in, in school? Yeah, they? It, they do. I, I would say you know the reds is spicier, the blacks less, and the green is, is okay. mild. Which one's your favorite? Uh, the green. Yeah. I put uh, that on everything: yeah. eggs, rice. Yeah. If I could put, I'd put it in my drink right now. I've had the red one when we were here. I had we had it on the pulpo as if we needed more chile yep. in in the pulpo. We uh, Mexi Papa. Yep. He had the on one of the videos he was doing. He, he loves that red salsa. He, he just, just saw him with the chicharron on there, pointed all over. He just drenched the this thing at taco. I had a taco, and it was just it was covered in chile, and I was like, "Baseball, we don't, make, no, we, we don't, we don't need that." And he was like, "Ah, come on!" And he just squirted this whole thing. I was like, "Oh man!" And it, <laughs> it was it was pretty spicy. Um, so right now, do you, I mean, do you have a favorite dish that you have right now? Is one of these your favorite, or you kind of love them all? Uh, I, I I love them all. I mean, what what we offer here, and another thing. Just for the listeners to know, we know we have meat, we have chicken, so it's not a lot of places you go and it's only mariscos. Um, we decided to implement some other dishes that are not just because I know every time when my mother-in-law, she doesn't eat, you know, seafood. So yeah. it's always like that one person sitting oddly in the corner. So we have a section, you know, we have carne asada, we have chicken plates. Uh, uh, one of our famous, not famous, but very popular dishes is the carne asada fries. We also okay. implemented that. That's uh, uh, another Chef Jose creation. And uh, believe it or not, that's one of our top 10 sellers, even though we're a marisco's place. Right. Those carne asada fries fly all the time, and they're very good. You could add egg. You could add extra meat. You could add you know, shrimp, whatever you want. So a lot of folks like to come here and make their own. Is there, is there something? I'm looking at this menu. It's, it's pretty robust. It's not, it's not like there's only 10 things. There's like a lot of things in this menu. Right. Um, 
you have in the appetizer. What's your favorite appetizer? Do you have a one of these that's? Yeah, the what I like. The chicharrón de pescado is a house favorite. Everybody likes that. The other one I really like is the camarones arandeados. So the camarones arandeados are are delicious. Are bomb to start as an appetizer. So you know, just so I I I don't know what this is. So what what is that? The one? It's it's a full shrimp cut in half, filleted with uh, sarandeado, the special sauce that's again cooked like they cooked the the octopus. So it's slowly cooked down there with that sauce. So you can just peel the shrimp off of the skin and just put it in your mouth. It's Amazing. And you said the other one was the chicharrón. The chicharrón de pescado. That's the one you also had. Okay. Uh, last. last oh, okay. Yeah. Year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have. We also have um, oysters. We have three different kinds. We have the plain. Uh, we have those toxicos that comes with the spicy sauce, and then we have the ones that are uh, premio, which come with the oyster, the shrimp on it, the yeah. octopus on it. So we always like to have different options from either from plain all the way to you can add different stuff and different flavors. Here, you know, if someone wants extra spicy sauce, just let your waitress know, and it, you know, we'll, we'll hook you up and send it out as hot as you want. Now, you know, I've, I've heard that the uh, that you know chicharrón has been a lot of people are doing every kind of thing now. Uh, when I was a kid, it was just those things in the bag that you get at the store. Um, but now I was I was at a place recently in uh, Escondido, right where I'm living, mm-hmm. and uh, this this place called uh, Four Tunas. You, you ever heard of? No. Yeah. This guy they do Mazatlan style. Okay. And this they have these uh, this thing called tuna chicharron, and it has just chunks of uh, tuna, like uh, deep fried tuna chunks. I'll show you a picture. Okay. My favorite thing in the. I mean, nice. they're they're probably marinated a little bit in some kind of uh, umami kind of sauce. Like, I'm even feeling like a soy sauce is in there. Okay. And it's uh, they're they're deep fried and they're just so crunchy. They're crunchy on the outside and a little moist in the middle. They're, just, they're fantastic. And then they have this secret dark sauce. It's almost got like a vinegar base or a fish stock base, and it's uh, pungent, flavorful, and it's it's not super spicy. It's just and okay, so then they serve a big pile of that with the salsa, and then they put uh, slabs of avocado, these, you know, four or five big thick slabs of avocado, and then cilantro, purple onion, and, uh, and maybe a little cotija crumbled up in the corner, and, uh, oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to show you a picture, and then you could take a look and tell me what you can see, but I'm telling you, ugh, I, incredible. I love to hear that. I love that, you know, different places are trying different things, yeah. like you imagine. Look, we've been around for a long time. We're older right yeah, yeah, generation yeah. and we've gone to a lot of restaurants with so it's typically the same thing just maybe a little flavor right this one's this state style this yeah. one's this eat. but i've noticed now like with us people are coming out with just random things they never heard about like what you just yeah, mentioned that yeah. sounds amazing it, it is and, and i think that's what you need to do to 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 separate yourself from everybody else right because there can be 50 marisco places here in the valley but if you only have x these guys are the best pulpo. these guys have ribeye which people don't that'll separate yourself which people will come try that and then try the typical traditional plates but i think for you to continue to advance is come out with something different to attract the folks to come in yeah um something we did is as i noticed again i wanted to bring in the younger generations like i said the kids from 19 to, to 30 and I think we've hit 30 and above. So we implemented a brunch on Sundays with, you know, what we call uh, Sin Fondo Mimosas because I know that the younger crowd is looking for brunch and it's worked. So again, we're a Marisco's place and we're selling brunch on Sundays. We're going to implement it on Saturdays because we get a lot of great feedback. And again, some of our breakfast uh, plates are different. We have a breakfast molcajete um, that nobody else has. So, you know, we're, we're trying to be able to pivot offer a brunch you could also offer seafood and then people say wait how am i going to go eat breakfast seafood place 
come try it. You're going to like it. Sunday mornings, there's a line out the door at 10 a.m. They all want to come in and try the brunch. And maybe the, you know, someone comes in, you had a lot to drink. They're like, you know what, let me get a shrimp cocktail. Let me get this. But we could offer those. And it's actually really picking up. We're, we're actually going to be adding another day, which is Saturday, with these uh, brunches. Nice. Nice. And oh, take, a look at, take a look at that. Yeah, see? They're just deep fried chunks of tuna. And I, I can show you another picture of this. Probably has the avocado and stuff in it. Let me, let me have a look at that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're gonna want to try for Lee. We have carnitas that are tuna. They're also pan-fried tuna. So okay. we have something yeah. like that, kind of similar okay. like that. But you can try it and see. Okay. See definitely. What you think? Definitely. Yeah. No. I and I and the thing about it too is that I'd never heard of such a thing. You know, it, it almost seems like uh, heresy. You know, that someone mentioned, oh, breaking tradition. Don't do that. Use pinto beans in it. No, they didn't, they're not doing it, man. They're, they're coming up with this whole new thing. And, and, I've, and the chicharron is not just on pork rinds anymore. It's actually way more. Yes. Um, exciting, man. It's, I, I love to hear the uh, uh, evolution of things. You're not, we're not married to the particular way. It's like, oh, okay, let's try this new thing. It's awesome. I think you have to. I mean... Everything's changing, right? Even from yeah. two years ago, how the world has changed. So I think you need to implement that across the board for any business you have. Yeah. We're in the food industry, so you know we need to try something different that tastes good, that captures someone's attention. Says, "Wait, I haven't seen that. Else, so let me go here yeah. to try it." And here it happens to be ours. And then again, they can taste our other, they can taste our other uh, dishes and uh, fall in love with those also. But we're always trying to invent new things. We have a couple more. Like I said, we're trying to be the you know, the, the home of the octopus is, is our goal. We have two good dishes. We have another one coming out probably in a month, month and a half that I think uh, I'll invite you to come try that one. That one's going to knock your socks off. That sounds off good. Too. Yeah, you know, you brought up uh, Puerto Nuevo, right? And I haven't been back 20 years. Uh, I used to go there, like, I live 30 minutes from there. And I used to be there all the time because I remember, <laughs> this is about uh, 98 or 99, we were driving across the border and this guy handed me this flyer that said, go to the patio because there's this one restaurant called El Patio in sure. Puerto And all they, they have an a outside patio and they've got all these beautiful umbrellas. And uh, we went there and, and it, the flyer said $8.99, beans and rice, uh, tort, uh, fresh tortillas, uh, t- uh, two tail, well, the whole tail of a lobster, a uh, drawn butter, $8.99. And we were just going there like fools. So um, do you have any lobster on your menu? We don't, okay. not yet. So uh, the, I, we used to go down there all the time, and then my kids were born, and then through one way or another, we just stopped going. We yep. just didn't get down there anymore. But uh, those days of sitting out there on the, on the patio, eating, uh, having margaritas, getting a little hammered, you know, and, and these, the, the buttery, uh, you know, the oh, grilled, yeah. the grilled oh, tail. Oh, I know. And then you lay it there with the beans and, the, and then a then little butter on there and salsa on it. I mean... Those tortillas just taste like butter. Just oh, my God. There, put the tail, like you said, the butter, the beans, just go to town. Dude, dude. Yeah, it's so good. The avocado in there, the guacamole, yeah. So, uh, yeah, are you planning something like that maybe? Is that? We are. Like I said, we, I think um, one of the things I like to do is grow slowly. Yeah. All our businesses, I always go really slow, especially yeah. in this business that I don't completely understand. We're going really slow. We're doing well. But, yeah, eventually we have plans to do that. We have plans to do Lots you know, of the high-end steak, yeah. you know, yeah. surf and turf. But, we want to get our foot in the ground. People know us, yeah. and then we can start adding those other dishes. Are you planning to do maybe another one of these at some point? Or is that in the? Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's always got to be in the thought process. It, right? it is in the thought process, and a couple things have happened in the last couple months. My my goal was to prove the concept here. The next one we open, we want to open with you know dance floor, make it more of a club okay. atmosphere. Wow. You know, obviously a lot larger. But what's happened over the last uh, forty five days? We've actually been getting a lot of interest of folks that want to partner with us. Okay. They're asking us for either franchise information or if we want some additional investors. We've uh, fielded several calls, so we're talking to individuals. It's 
not something I expected to happen this quickly, but obviously if the opportunity's there, we just want to do it. Do it smart, obviously. Um, there's also folks from Arizona, Texas, that have actually reached out to us. We're going to be going out to Texas, looking at a location. Um, I think the opportunity for this here, obviously we're in Southern California, so there is, I can call it competition or folks, but I know in other states there's not. So I think the opportunity there, if we can hit something like this, like somewhere in Texas, for for yeah. Dallas, Arizona, I think uh, it could be a great opportunity. So that's kind of where our thoughts are right now. Uh, open number two big here, but at the same time be listening to opportunities in outside of uh, California. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I, I think I think under those circumstances, I think you're right about the name then. Yeah. You know I mean, I, I mean, if they're approaching you, they, look, the name, like you said, is toxic, right? Yep. But it's working. It's it's, you know? it's working. Yeah. So I actually all the time people say, oh yeah, the name is so stupid. I said, well. I don't mean this name. I mean like any any name, any place. Go, oh, that's so dumb. And I say, yeah, but they have a successful business and you don't. So, but <laughs> so it's in, look. One of the things, and one of I don't know what to call it. It's an opportunity, but there's a lot of folks out there that will not say nice things about you yeah. on the internet, on Instagram, yeah. and I just wish I can like shake them. Well, like no, the- just hold them over the <laughs> shoulder and say, you know how hard it is to start a business. Yeah. You know, it's blood, sweat, and tears. 48 hours without sleep. It's difficult. We don't want anyone to have a bad experience. Yeah. But look, we're all human. Uh, a server can have a bad day. Uh, something could come out overcooked. That's fine. But what, what I would like, you know, the folks out there, while you're at the at the restaurant, let them know then. Don't go home and type this big, bad yeah. review saying this. If I was here, I would address it. I would help you. And maybe it's an opportunity for me to learn. A lot of times I'm like, eh, I don't think this can be true. I know you ate half of that dish and then you took a picture, but... What am I going to do? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But going back to the name, if you really think about it and you sit back and you said, hey, Burger King, not knowing it's a, what's a Burger King? Yeah. Okay, like yeah. that. Taco Bell. Things, you know, names like that. I think a name is just a name. I think it's a proven concept. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you, you did it. Obviously, it's working. So keep going, brother. Um, so look, uh, as far as the... Um, the place, is there anything that you want to like talk about like you know, that's happening, that's coming up right now that people should be aware of, you know, coming up in the... Yeah, so obviously, you know, if you're a pupo enthusiast, pupo-like lover, I think you need to come try it. I mean, all the feedback we received from folks like a Mexipop, a lot of foodies that I know have eaten all over the world, and when they said it's one of the best they've had, it gives me goosebumps. I feel proud because I know these individuals have eaten all over the world and they've tasted it. So I know the food product is good. You know, I just want people to come and try it. And if, like I said, pulpo's not it, we have other plates. Like I said, we have ribeye or chile. We have the traditional tacos and everything. Um, we do have, like I said, another big pulpo dish coming out. We're probably going to, you know, introduce it in November okay. when it's a little bit colder. And we have some plans for some, what well, we guess we call uh, comfort, warmer foods when it gets colder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, as uh, when you think of seafood when it's uh, in December, you don't think I'm going to go eat a big... Uh, cocktail the camarón so we have a couple things coming up to help those folks i want to stay warm in the cold and uh, you know continue doing business on uh, our low what we call low times not peak times yeah yeah and you have a full service bar too so what's uh, uh did, I, did i have a drink last time oh, i had tequila yeah I we had, had tequila. We, we have a bar we have our own signature drinks we have drinks that they can you you can make you know at request very you know known here are micheladas obviously we have our own mix um, so th- those are people come in and buy the mix alone to go and, and drink at home. Really? So, uh, yeah. You know, I, you know, I forgot to mention one thing. Uh, you were saying a minute ago about uh, you know some negative feedback that you may have received or not. And I, I was saying, I was talking to somebody recently, and they were saying, you know what? Uh, you haven't made it until someone's you know uh, criticized you or said you're a piece of crap. Yeah. And uh, I think that's probably true. It, you know? it, it is. And, uh, you know, I'll be at home stressing out, and my daughter's like, Dad, 
how do you think Kim Kardashian feels? Oh, man. There's never, you know, but it still stings. You know, I try not to. A lot of people are like, don't worry about it. But it still stings because I know how hard we work, we meaning all of us here, for someone to put, I don't want to say it's fake. Maybe they had a bad experience. But, you know, some of these comments are like, yeah, that can't be right. And I've impossible. seen the pictures. are like, oh, this is how they served my, and I'm like, guy i know you ate half of it then took that picture and you know we respond to every if you look at our yelp or google we respond to every single one negative or positive and i invite people that have had a negative experience so they thought to come talk to me and tell me why because i want to fix it i want them to enjoy it i don't want one two three star reviews i want you to have a five star review and a five star experience so if you're not let me know and i will work on it and i would definitely make it happen you know, I think the uh, I think you're absolutely right about that. But the uh, I think the game is, especially on the internet, is uh, sensational sales. You know, being uh, being controversial puts numbers on the board. I unfortunately for me, I'm not that guy. You know, I kind of just tell it how it is. I don't really create try to create controversy to draw attention. But I think it's in the sense that you have to have controversy to be successful today. You know, if someone isn't uh, someone someone isn't like uh, talking crap about you, then you probably haven't touched the nerve. Which you probably have touched the nerve. Right. Yeah. And and it just yeah, it does touch his nerve. And I just yeah. wish I could speak to them face to face and see how can I make it better because, you know, we're here every day. We see it and we hear the great feedback when these random ones come in. I was like, what could have happened? Yeah. You know, let, and it maybe did something happen, but let me know here so I can address it here and fix it. I don't want you to ever have that experience. I don't want you to come in here and have a bad experience. That's not, I want you to have a great experience and come over and over again, obviously. I, I think it's just the game. That's the game. It's going to be no matter what you do. I don't care if you uh, gave them free food. I, it would still, they would still have a problem. Yes, we've, uh, and we've had that where we've given people free food and we said, you know what, we apologize for the issue is. And two minutes later, we get that one star review with everything but yeah. the free food that we addressed it. So, yeah. That's the way I mean, of the world right now, brother. It, it's to, the, I tell a lot of my friends when they tell me stories, it's 2023. That's my, the only response I can give them. I, I mean, like I said, I consider myself an older individual. We've, yeah. We lived before all this, and this yeah. is all still new to me. So I'm trying to you know, navigate these waters and not let it affect me as much. You know, I, I, my kids are 17 and 19, and I, I used to talk to them when they were little, you know, all the times. So I was a stay-at-home dad. And I'd be with them all the time trying to give them advice. And now I can't give them advice. They won't take it. But... Um, the thing about it is, is that they, uh, they just simply, you know, it, I can't, there's no, there's no information I could probably give them that would be pertinent in 2023. I mean, there's certain things that are obviously traditions and they're just going to be that way forever. But I don't know what it's like to be 19 in 2023. I don't know what it's like to be 17 trying to, you know, be grow up in, in this world today. I have no idea. You're, you're, you're right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. And I, and I try to look at the Instagram, try to look at the TikTok and my mind still is like, mm, yeah, that doesn't click yeah. in for me, but for, yeah. for them to do. And like I said, I, I have cable TV or direct TV. I'm the only one that watches all the kids watch everything on the phone. They're like the news yeah. you're watching now. We knew about it and they're right, but I'm still maybe old school. I can't go, go to what they're doing. But anyways, we're, we're adapting and yeah. you know, we'll, we'll adapt for, you know, for as long the as it takes. Yep. As long as it takes. Absolutely. So look, uh, but maybe before we go, is there anything else you want to mention that we should talk about, you know, about, you, about what's going on here, what's, what's coming Just, up? Just, I think, you know, you guys, you know, for you folks that haven't, look at our Instagram, look at our reviews. Um, you know, we have some good individuals, Mexi Papa, you know, uh, group enthusiasts here. They've had the food. Uh, our goal is here, it's a family owned, for you to have a great experience, not both in the food tasting, but the experience, take pictures, have a good time. And that that's what we want. I'm not here to say, hey, I'm... I'm just here for you to have a good time. I want yeah. you to walk out with a smile and you say you're going to come back and come back with 10, 15 family members. We've seen it. And that's what we want. That's something I want you to have the same experience I would expect. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Uh, I, I did a show a while back on service because um, I think 
but when I was a boy, uh, I used to go to these um, these lounges. What I, I used to call my my uncle is a he was a kind of a he was a rich man's son, and he had uh, he was he had a wild guy. He was a wild guy. He had uh, he used to travel with dogs and guns, and he had uh, he used to wear big cowboy hats with the uh, the cowboy boots with the gold tips. And he had rings and jewelry all over his hands. He was a character. And he saw him coming a mile away. But he took me to, the, to these places that I love so much today, like this place called Inkwell in Burbank. Uh, it was called the Blue Room. Yes. Uh, but this place right there is, is smacks of my childhood, going in to have lunch somewhere. Because my, uh, my grandfather was a nursery, nursery man, and my uncle was a landscaper by day. And we'd be traveling all these Gucci neighborhoods, and we'd stop in and have lunch at any place that he liked. He was a foodie, uh, probably the original grow enthusiast. So we'd go to these places, and... I got a taste for what I do, what I'm doing right now. It only took me 35 years by way of other careers to come to this conclusion, but I'm here now, and uh, I, I love every, every minute of what I do. I mean, sitting here with you, talking about you know, the food art that you create, um, special, man. And uh, to help you know, places like you to, to be, find their new audience, or find, if I can help out in any way, I love doing that. Um, but th that this is why I do this, man. Your, your place is why I do this. Because I'm looking for food art. Uh, I'm not looking to, to, to go up to the, the camera and just put my boba up there and go, hey, check out this new boba spot. Yeah. It's not really my thing. But I, I like to go to unique places to eat and eat you know, fantastic food. And uh, it's, it's working right now. That's good. I mean, if something, people, what do they say? If it's something you like, it's not a job. And then if you no. could find folks like myself, it's not a job. We're here because no. we love it. You're yeah. here because you love it. Love We're it. doing something we love to do. So yeah. we don't go back and say, oh, how to work today. We just did what we love to do. Yeah. And you happen here. And we're sitting here talking about it. It's your second time back a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I know you drove a far, long way to come up here. Oh, so no, I you know, appreciate it. My, uh, my in-laws are still in Culver City. So I, I dropped them off and came up here. But you started from where? From Sandy, North County, San Diego. There you go. Yeah. yeah well, that, you know what? I, I think uh, this is just the beginning. I'll, I'll tell you this funny story. Um, about three, I know, three and a half weeks ago now, uh, I was sitting at my computer, and I don't know what came over me. I just sent a message to some random page uh, that I liked. It had a lot of nice postings and nice food. So I just decided I'm going to send them a message. Well, then that one message turned into something like 50 messages. I sat there most of the day just sending out messages to the pages that I liked. And uh, I said, hey, look, I do this podcast. It's called the Grub Enthusiast Grubcast. And uh, I talk about food. I like to go to eat places and so forth and so on. I got about a third of them respond. And, ever, since, uh, and one of them was Mexi Papa. So uh, he says to me, and of course, he's got a large following. And, and I have this small following. And he goes, he, goes, he said, I don't, I don't know what he said the first time. But he said something like, oh, in L.A. or something. And I said, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was trying to say, yeah, well, whatever, you know, well, I'll come meet you wherever. So... He's so busy that he doesn't have time to sit there. I'm not, I'm not the only thing on his mind. So uh, I'd say about three or four days later, he sends me another message going, uh, yeah, respond to it. Like, hey, let's get together. But it didn't really work out, you know, like we, timing. So after about four or five, six, seven messages back and forth, uh, I'm, I had done a show at Inkwell just right. three weeks ago in Burbank and had this glorious time. We go over there. I, they fed us every cocktail, any specialty cocktail they have. Right. Uh, we had their whole brunch menu. We're sitting there fat and happy, roll out. I mean, we're, we're pretty sloshed at about 1130 in the morning. Nice. It was dark. You know, it, yeah. the, the, the place is dark. I've been and there. We, yeah. Yep. And we, we open that door and it's just bright. Like, ah, oh, you get in the car. So uh, I get to the house over there in Culver City. I'm laying on the bed about one o'clock in the afternoon and everybody's getting ready. To, Let's get going. It's time to go home. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, man, I, I want to get home. <laughs> 
And I get a message out of the, out of the blue from Mexi Papa. He says, hey, can you be in uh, uh, Uptown Whittier by, at 5? And, I, and I, I looked at the wife and I said, they're not going to want to hear this because they want to get home. So I, I said, look, uh, I, I think I even said something to the effect of, nah, you know, hey, I mean, let's do it another time. Then I said, um, what, what? What are you saying? You get over there. So uh, I ended up going, had this great show, uh, met Mexi Papa. He invited me on his show, the show that we did over here and uh, on YouTube. And it's, it's doing pretty well yeah. on YouTube. Um, so uh, after that, I have just literally been doing probably three shows a week now. And this is my third show in the last two days. Wow. And I think I have another show tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. There so, but it's uh, so traveling is going to just be the part of my life now. Uh, if you listen to Mexi Papa, he'll go anywhere for it. Well, he's, I just saw him in New Mexico, Vegas. He's, you know, yeah. he's all right. I think, yeah, depend. If this is what you want to do, you need to travel because I think you need experience. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you're, you've done this a lot more. Depending on where you go, even within California, you're going to see differences in restaurants Man. all around the tasting. Even though it's within a 150-mile radius, you're like, wait a minute, there's this here? Your mouth to God's ears, because uh, I have been fascinated. Like, when I had that uh, that tuna dish I told you about, I was just... I, they, they have a lot of aguachiles, they have other mariscos there, and I, I had a few of them. I had the uh, oysters, I had a couple other dishes, but I'll tell you right now, I'm stuck on that tuna. It is so incredibly delicious I don't even bother uh, eating anything else I, I that is yeah, we're, we're, I'm gonna have you try ours that okay that is what I order every time I go in that place now yeah I'm gonna have you try our okay sounds our good. Tuna, so, let's you see. know while we have this menu you, you did pull out this menu the Sunday brunch menu and yes. the pictures are ridiculously good uh, I see one the, the one on top there it looks like it must be French toast it is French toast infused in crispy cream, not crispy cream, what am I talking about? Rice. Rice Krispies? Rice Krispies. Okay. So that, that's our special French toast in there. Uh, we have the, you know, chilaquiles, obviously. Okay. Those are delicious. Like I mentioned, we have this uh, breakfast fries. You see that with the egg. Yeah. We have a breakfast molcajete. So again, it's a molcajete with hash browns, uh, vegetables, the a la salsa de yeah. and uh, egg on top. You know, the, uh, I can imagine uh, breaking those fried eggs over the top of those fries. Is there meat under there? There is it. You can't ask. Meat okay. or meatless. Yes, absolutely. You can yeah. put bacon underneath there. You can put chorizo. You can put carne asada. Again, and wh whatever meat we have here, any protein you can put on there. Absolutely. I, I don't know why, but I, for whatever reason, I'm just, my, my stomach is making up this story. Uh, if I came in here and ordered that, I would have uh, probably bacon or, let's see, what kind of, you have, uh, you have carne asada, you have that, hmm. I don't know. I think bacon under there, the the potatoes. I would probably ask for. Do you have spicy mayo? We can. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking spicy mayo. I'm thinking uh, 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 guacamole or avocado. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. A spicy cupy mayo. That's what I, I typically go. There you go. go. So um, okay, and you got in this scramble here. What is this scramble? That's chorizo. What okay. Chorizo. Okay. And then you have uh, you have the normal you have, uh, hash browns, toast. That's the we have a quesadilla. It's uh, the quesadilla. That's a big quesadilla with eggs, avocado, cheese. That one's amazing. Okay. The, you know, breakfast burrito, breakfast sandwich. That looks fantastic. Yeah, the, it, it looks gooey. It like does. A, yeah. It, it, like with chef, he puts his little different spices. Where you know, when he told me he had this breakfast burrito, I'm like, yeah, yeah, breakfast burritos. They all taste the same. Potato, egg, blah, blah, blah. Man, I took a bite of that. I was like, what the? What is this? 
it, it's just he's able to put the right sauce in there to, to bring out the flavor. Dude, that looks great. And and the uh, the brown on the tortilla right there, it's, it looks a little crisp. Yep. Yeah, dude, that looks great. Uh, and I but I do love the uh, the uh, the French toast with that cereal on the edge. Yes. Because that's gonna crunch, man. It does. It's gonna be crunchy and it's gonna be uh, savory. All that syrup oozing down in there. Again, we 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 want to have things that we've had in the past with our own spin, right? Rice Krispies. Yeah. Doesn't sound like a big deal, but it makes it a big deal when you take that when you take that bite, and that's what we want for you to say, "Wow, where can I get these rest?" Oh, Toxicos. Yeah, that's what our goal is: have something most folks don't. So you need to come here, and then by having you here, you get to experience the other dishes, and then fall in love with those. So I just need to bring you in, either with your eyes, your taste. If I yeah, get yeah. you in here, I know you're going to come back. I, you know, speaking of cereal, I just had uh, I had the I never had it before. It was at a, it's a place called Chiba Hut down in San Diego, and they are a, a weed themed sandwich shop because you, know, you ever heard of a thing called chiba a chiba chew from years ago they used to have this uh, marijuana product that's uh, edible and it was a thing called the chiba chew and they came in different uh quantities you know 30. no but what's the address sounds kind of good <laughs> right. there well you know they don't know they don't have weed in the food but the names of the of the food got it uh it's like uh it's named after strains of weed understood and it's a chain of places but uh the whole place has got like uh reference to weed awesome you know oh there's something that i okay two things uh, this place, when I left, they handed me dessert. They gave me sandwiches, too. Really great sandwiches. But the, one of the desserts was a Rice Krispie Treat. No, sorry. Let me check that. You know a Rice Krispie Treat, like the ones with the little yes. bricks of, yes, with the yes, mar- yes, marshmallows? Yes. Okay. They did that with um, Fruity Pebbles. And I'm telling you right now, dude, I, I, when I saw your here, this thing right here, there I was thinking go. Fruity Pebbles. Okay. And then, uh, oh, then there's a drink that I, that I think that everyone should have. Everybody should have this drink okay. in the bar. What's that? Uh, I'll show you a picture of it. Uh, they this because it's a weed shop. They called it the hash can. <laughs> okay, and it was a, a beer glass, and they made a, a Long Island iced tea, and they, it was in this glass. Okay, and they used part of that. They used um, what is it called? Uh, what is it? Red Bull, but uh, the yellow can of Red Bull. Okay. Well, I don't know that there was yeah, more than one, but there's a yellow can of Red Bull, and they took the the glass. I'm going to show you this. I mean, I should show you. Instead of keep just yammering on about it, um, they, it's it, it it really I don't drink that kind of stuff because I don't like uh, you know juicy drinks like that. But this was actually really delicious, and I think I would have one. But you know what? I gotta admit, I did feel a little weird after I ate it. Because um, got a lot it, of energy after. Well, you know what's weird? I, I okay. If I'm not mistaken, um, liquor is a downer. Yes. Okay. And turn, uh, Red Bull is a upper. Upper. So what does it do? Make you normal. It makes, <laughs> it, it makes you in the middle. Yeah, which like, is normal, literally, aren't, yes. Aren't I already in the middle? That's, uh, yes. So, uh, yeah. Oh, here, here, here. Look so, at that. Yeah. It's a uh, bluish. Uh, that you drink that whole can of energy. So drink. this is how it works. The can, so you have a can of Red Bull in the drink already. And then they have another can of Red Bull that's sticking out of the top, like uh, already open, yeah, but upside is. down in your drink. So what's happening is as you're sipping your drink, it's mixing the other Red Bull in the can, thus refilling your... So ref- you're just on an up. I don't know what you're on, man, but I had three or four uh, sips of this, long drags of this, Jeez. and I started to feel... You got on runner lap or... No, I felt pretty normal. Unfortunately, wow. I, I, I didn't feel uh, buzzed and I didn't feel like really energetic. I felt kind of right. like, what? What was that for? 
you know, you know normally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they limit two, two to each person that goes to the outlet. They limit uh, them to two for reasons, I can imagine. Imagine. So uh, I'm looking at your... Uh, do you have any other stuff on the brunch menu besides these pictures here, these six pictures? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. We, we have a lot more. Brunch menu. Okay. Give me the brunch menu. Yeah, let's definitely mention those because uh, the, from the pictures I'm seeing here, they look incredible. Okay, there's our full menu. Okay, so you got uh, the breakfast fries, uh, oh, the French toast, the av- oh, the avocado toast. I'm a big fan of avocado toast. Um, I had it one time where they had uh, in-house homemade bread. They uh, put a layer of hummus, then they had avocado uh, slices on top, and then they put a watermelon, watermelon radish. Jeez. Dude. Wow. It was beautiful. Tastes delicious. Yeah, one of the ones we have that I told Chef, look, I want you to try, again, something people don't have, the breakfast taco. He's like, I have a breakfast taco. Okay, let me try that. It's literally a tortilla. You have American cheese and another tortilla. Then you have bacon, you have uh, over easy egg, so pico de gallo. So we take that bite in that yolk and that egg mix. And all that yolk dripping out of there, dripping down your arm. Breakfast taco is one of my favorites. That sounds delicious. Freaking amazing. Dude, if it wasn't the afternoon, I'd probably beg you for one. (laughs) um, Let me see here. Okay, let's talk about these drinks a little bit. You've got your uh, drink menu here, signature drinks. Uh, that paloma is that what's is that grapefruit juice? It's a tr- traditional paloma, yeah. The ones that we have the traditional drinks, and we have our own signature drinks like under the sea. Okay. Um, the Toxico Sunshine. It's uh, that we have our Long Island. The La Chingona and spicy cucumber margarita are one of our favorites. Prickly pear coconut pojito. That's also one of the more popular ones. My, if my wife came here, she would have the paloma. So is it grapefruit juice? Because we, when we came, we, we, we actually had the Paloma the first time. We had it in uh, Leon. Okay. We, went to, we went to this Osis or something. It was a big club there. And uh, it was great because they, they brought you a bucket uh, of squirt soda, a bunch of limes, salt, tahin, and then they brought you your, you bought a bottle of tequila, and they just brought it to the table. And sure. that was the Paloma that I'm familiar with. So then later on, I've been seeing them served in restaurants, and then they use grapefruit juice. And I don't care for that as much. I know that squirt is a grapefruit soda, yeah. but, but, the, uh, but the grapefruit juice alone is a little too tart for me. That's why. It, yeah, but, we, we, we use a squirt. If you're going to use a grapefruit, you're going to want to put it some time of uh, something to kind of cut that acidity yeah. a little bit. Agave. So, right there, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, this uh, Toxico Sunrise looks delicious. Is there something? What's going on with it? Just, it's the same. Just the regular Sunrise. We just put the Toxico on there. Okay. Instead of tequila sunrise, nice. I like to put okay. Toxico on there. Okay. And you were mentioning the uh, spicy cucumber. Um, you know, I go to Northgate sometimes, and I buy their, their uh, cucumber uh, kale drink. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. It, that, that's what this looks like. Is that kind of... It, it's, yeah, it's like that. And we put the habanero uh, salt on the edge. So you get okay. a little spice. A little so as soon as spice. you uh, take a little drink, and we're going to have to have you try one of those. And this prickly pear? Prickly pear. What's that's the, another one. What's, the, what's that? I mean, what's that jam? That one, that one again, is our, one of our signature drinks. I can't tell you all the secrets that go oh, on there. Okay, like, yeah, don't, one, don't one do that. One of our favorite ones when mint. And after I'm going to have you try one of each of them. Okay. Michelle, can you bring me a spicy cucumber margarita and a prickly pear? Uh, you said the other signature was the under the sea? Under the sea. Okay. And uh, that one's blue. The uh, That's a blue with the little duck on there and your little, you know, margarita cup with the little duck, you know. Okay. Okay. Let's see. It, looks del- it look, all look delicious, though. Margarita, the... Coronita. Smoky cinnamon. 
What's going on? Do you know what's going on in there? Can you divulge yeah, with that? The, so we, we tried to do an old-fashioned. didn't really work out, so we came up with a called a smoky cinnamon drink. Close to old-fashioned. We put cinnamon sticks in there, and then we smoke it. So it comes to your table. You lift it up. You have the smoke, so you have that... that that this is a taste of uh, of smoke in the drink. That one's okay. also very good. And you guys smoke it with a smoking thing. We smoke okay. it with whatever. Yeah, the smoking thing, the glass. You're looking yeah, yeah. around. You're yeah, taking yeah. pictures. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So, um, uh, is there a happy hour here? Do you have like any programs like that? We don't. We have d- during the week what we call the lunch specials. Uh, it's from eleven to three o'clock where we have you know you can get different uh, lunch plates for folks that are kind of working quickly. You know, yep. two tacos, rice, beans, gotcha. a drink for a couple bucks. Uh, we have beers on uh, special, so you can have a couple at lunch and go back. Uh, you know, it was really quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we'll do that during the week, you know, to help the local businesses here and the local employees here to come in and enjoy the food. Okay. And, again, that's, and that, what time again? What was that again? That's from 11 to 3, Monday through Thursday. Okay. Uh, you come here for that. And another thing we're pushing now is we're reaching out to uh, local sports teams like AYSO and, and schools, and we want to start doing uh, – when I was younger, remember, it was hard to go. Remember, we'd go to Shakey's to raise money. So same thing yeah. here. We say, hey, run a fundraiser here. We would donate 10% or whatever profits they have back to the organization. R- right, um, right. Again, we want to, I want to be able to help back. I was a parent. I grew up. I know how hard it is to find places that are cool that it's not always pizza or burgers. So it is. we're trying to open that up uh, you know, to the folks here in the, in the local area in the San Fernando Valley. When I, when I was a kid, uh, when I was a kid, when I was, uh, my kids were kids, uh, I used to uh, really work at because I went to the Cordon Bleu for cooking. And when I came out, um, I was always trying new stuff at home. I mean, my kids have eaten every kind of French food there is. Um, but I was, you know, I always wanted to get them something to eat that was healthy and flavorful and, uh, and something they might like. And, and as a matter of fact, um, th- my kids are so jaded now. It's not even funny. Uh, they, they actually go to places and they tell me, oh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, <laughs> I heard it. It's got great ratings. and blah, blah. They're so, I mean, they are incredibly jaded for us being so young. Uh, when they were little, um, I used to send their lunches, but I was making fancy sandwiches, like finger sandwiches and things. Nice. And uh, I and I get notes from the teacher saying, "Hey, uh, who's making these sandwiches, these food, these lunches? Can we get one too?" Wow, look at you! Yeah, you know, because it, it would, I mean, I had these nice lunch packs, and I put you know fresh fruit, and, and I put uh, I'd make them a nice. I used to make uh, panini press sandwiches like cubanos and uh, look at media you. for lunch for lunch. I'd make a medianoche and put it, wrap it in there. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I was, uh, you know, I was making some really great stuff. I was making uh, steak au poivre to send them for like, a, <laughs> yeah, because you know I had to practice for this <laughs> stuff at, at for school. So I'd be at, I'd be at home making everything I made from the night before at home, and they would take it to school for, uh, for lunch. So. And the yeah. teachers wanted it. No, they absolutely did, man. They they'd be like, uh, oh, and they they'd see, it. oh, that's are you, that's your dad. Oh, yeah, hi. hey, yeah, yeah. all of a yeah. sudden, a minute yeah. ago they were like, oh, and then they see, it. oh, that's your dad. Oh, hi, Mr. Robles. <laughs> that's you know, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, all right, brother. Well, you know what? I think we covered the the food. I cu- we covered the location. Uh, anything popping on Friday or Saturdays that that you know. Uh, live. Well, you said no live music. No, we don't have live music again. We just we just stick to the theme, right? We'll we'll. I mean, look at the you're, crowd. You're probably getting slammed anyways on Friday and Saturday nights. Anyway. Yeah, or, you know, I think with a lot of restaurants, Friday through Sundays, where we're, you know, bulk of businesses, yeah. definitely here Sundays. This is a family town, so Sundays, a lot of the families, large groups come yeah. to Sundays. So Sundays, we're at capacity from the day the door, the door opens. There'll be four or five people right. ready to come in for, for brunch all the way to we close um, on there. So, no, like I said, we have the music. We'll read the crowd. You know, if it's a younger crowd, we'll put on, you know, yeah. younger music. I mean, that's the right thing yeah. to say. And depending yeah. on who the crowd is, we can change. Or someone, hey, can you play... Peso Pluma, sure. Can you play whatever? Yeah. We'll play for them. Justin Bieber. Whatever yeah, the they Bieber want. In here. We, we'll, we'll play the Bieber, whatever the, uh, the, the customers here want. 
So um, the uh, so you probably don't need any help on Friday and Saturdays. You probably slam. No, the week yeah, the weekends were good. You're you know, dur- during the week, like I said, we have the lunch specials to try to you know for the folks that want to come in and quickly get something. Because I understand they have an hour of lunch in and out, and that's our goal is to be really quick during that lunch hour. Because you're I know your time is limited. Yeah. We don't want you to have to sit in here for an hour or two yeah. and, and miss to go back. We know how that is. Well, brother, look, I think we covered it pretty good. Uh, but I'm gonna take some videos and, sh- and pictures of this place. Okay, we have uh, your drinks coming, so definitely great. want you to try those drinks. Great. And uh, we have the oh, here's what's, the what's this? These are your uh, your carnitas, deep fried carnitas. Okay. I wanted. So tell that. me what this is, brother. What, what, are we, what are we doing? What is this? So here, I know that you mentioned that you had those uh, deep fried. So here we got, so we got the pan fried tuna. It's with onion, tomato, poblano peppers, guacamole, and then you have beans and cheese on the side. Um, so I want you to try, see if it's a little, you know, different than what you had before. But yeah, again, this is ahi tuna, which is usually eaten raw, and we've uh, cooked it here. We fried it similar to what you had mentioned, the chicharron style, except there's no breading or anything on it. Yeah, they look delicious. And here are your drinks, so you can have the try of each. Okay, so this one on the left here, it's pink, and, and it's got this, uh, what is that, an orchid? Yeah, so that's a, our prickly pear. Okay. And, uh, and okay, so what is the, essentially the flavor in there? What, what, what flavor should I be experiencing? It's pearish drink. It's a little sweet, not too sweet. Okay. I, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'll say a hard-drinking man. Um, I typically drink whiskey yep. or tequila. Understood. Same and, here. And it's because, you know, the, I heard long ago the hangovers are far less uh, Without the sugar. Damaging. Yeah. Yep. So, but I'll say it like this. If I was in a tropical location, I was uh, in the Bahamas on the beach, this is the perfect cocktail yep. for that. Hot summer day. You want to be outside in the pool, have a couple of those, and it's just refreshing. You just want to have to come down not really yeah. think you're drinking booze or alcohol yeah. in it. Okay. So that one's delicious. I, I can't describe the flavor. Let me, let, me, let me do that. Let me try and do that. So that's a prickly pear coconut mojito. And that, it, 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 yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting. That little kick of the mint at the end, uh, that the sweet, tangy flavor on the drink itself. It's sweet. It's, um, it's really delicious. I can't describe the flavor that well, though. But that, the kick of mint definitely uh, gives you that mojito flavor. Now, this one here. That's our spicy cucumber margarita. So, Okay. That's great. It does remind me of that drink from Rookie. Nice. Has that similar thing, but the only thing I would ask for when I would order one would be the tahin on the on the rim. Yeah, I noticed that. We're gonna have a, a, a talk with the bartender. Yeah. It's missing your uh, spicy habanero. But. A little kick of that chili. Yep. But but off the cucumber slice that was on the side, it really kicked, it helped out. But it's it is a delicious. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Okay, but again, uh, sugary drinks scare me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. <laughs> okay, so. See, what do we now? This is tuna. Yep, it's ahi tuna, deep fried. The sauce down here. What? What is this? It's, a, it's a, some mustardish with a little bit of uh, secret uh, spice on there, okay. just to kind of lay, you know, to a decorate the plate, and then if you pick it up with it, now we can have a little bit of different taste. So you have the the tuna chunks, the yes. fresh fresh purple onion. You got chunks of you got uh, pico de gallo. Pico de gallo. You've got. Um, you got uh, green pepper. Okay, let me get let me get a whole bite of this the mixture. Yeah, mix I've it in the, there. Okay, and I'm gonna throw some beans in yep, there. Yep. Okay, sorry, um, I, I got went to a zone for a second. 
Yeah, I saw that. I want to. I was trying to fix your drink here. Before. Well, you know, I, I do. I'm, I've come to this, and it's not a. I remember. I watched the. I watched the YouTube. Yeah. Close your eyes. I don't know why, but it, it it really does uh, help me. Uh, maybe I'm just not good at eating, but um, you know that is that's outstanding, dude. Uh, just the, the flavors, the seasoning, and you know, a lot of times it's hard because you know what? Uh, what I learned in school was that salt and pepper makes all the difference in the world. Yep. And if you get that right, you can pretty much do anything. Uh, but the the and I'm I'm really hard on beans too. Let me tell you why. I, I think I mentioned this on the show. It's my grip. My mother-in-law spoils me for uh, good beans, and those are great beans, which you have here. Thank you. Um, yeah. Well, you know, for me though, what I did, what I, my favorite thing about her is that she does this beautiful slurry of beans, this soft, smooth yep. uh, bean sauce. But then she leaves holes in it too. The whole beans in there too. Yes, I know what you mean. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that yeah. But this is—I mean, look—it's uh, everything about it is delicious. Uh, I think I could see maybe uh, half a dozen tortillas mm-hmm. and some chile, and uh, maybe even some rice for me. I would lo- I would order rice with this, just because I would want that that, that texture, whole. all that extra texture. Yeah, but otherwise, glorious, man. Really, really beautiful. Everything has been delicious. Thank you. That's, and that right there is delicious too. Yeah, that's—I mean—that—that's the goal, right? We want everything to be flavorful. That you can have a flavor like what you just said. Wow, everything I've tasted tastes good. And um, you know, that's our goal, presentation and the taste. You know, your eyes, the first thing that sees it, wow, it looks amazing. And then your taste buds, as soon as you put it in your mouth, it needs to match that expectation that your eyes had. Like, wow, look at that onion. Wait, whoa, shoot, so it tastes good. Well, you know, you got a, a good mixture of, you know, the, that, that savory tuna, but then you have all that freshness, all that fresh flavor. And maybe even for me, a little more of that mustard sauce. Okay. Because that, would, for me, it would kick in and give it a little okay. extra. But it's, it's, it was great. Great. Well, yeah, I'm glad so, you tried it. I wanted you to try it since you mentioned no. the other chicharrones. Yeah, you know, I'm going to do one day when I come see you. They're a little different. I'm going to I'm gonna bring you some okay. just for grins and yeah, giggles. Yeah, of course. So you can get a, you know. But, Absolutely. Um, they're, they're, I don't even know how to describe them, dude. I don't know how to describe them. It, it looks like they're almost using ahi because it's dark. It's mm-hmm. a dark tuna. All right. It's, um, it's outstanding. But this is delicious, man. I mean, uh, tortillas and uh, flour tortillas. Flour tortillas with this. Yeah, yep. flour tortillas and rice would be great. So, oh, here we go. This, thank you. There you go. Thank you. There's habanero in the this, or this the tahini. Yeah, that's all good, brother. Yeah, that's, that's tahini. I'm, I'm gonna get you the right one. I can actually, I can see myself coming in here on a Friday and spending the whole night. That's how I could be. The game's on. Then yeah. I, the other night I saw soccer here. I was like, yeah. And I've been really getting into soccer lately, man. Um, you know, I played football in high school. I, I did track and field. I, I used to cycle. Uh, I never play, I, I played soccer a little bit with a friend, but never with any organization. We, we, we're a soccer family. My daughter's now 30 years old. She started playing soccer at eight years old, and that's <laughs> other daughter. So we've been in soccer for the last 22 years. And still to this day, she plays in university down in San Marcos, so we get on another time. Oh, yeah? So yeah oh, yeah. We're, that's why I mentioned to you I, we can meet sometimes on there, okay. there twice a week. Let me know when you do that. Yeah. Because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to invite you down to that other spot. Yeah, Fortunas. absolutely. We'll go eat over there. For sure. Absolutely. Because uh, that, as a matter of fact, I've taken two guests okay. there now uh, in the last three weeks. <laughs> I've taken them back <laughs> over there. We'll yeah. be down there. Yeah, it's good. You let me know. Uh, but, man, brother, uh, look, I, I think we covered all of it. Okay. Um, if there's anything else you want to get out to the public right now, I just, this is time. No, I just appreciate you guys coming. You know, folks out there that are in the area are planning to come out and have some good, you know, Baja-style seafood or you're looking for a good pulpo. I know that you will not regret it. Yeah. It's family-run, family-owned. We have our, our arms open for everybody to come in. You know, definitely, you know, say you heard us from the group uh, Reptusiast. And uh, not only them, we'll take care of you either way. we got a bar. The games are on here, whatever local games we have, Dodgers, Lakers. Um, as you saw behind the bar, i got all my uh, 
all my heroes, Fernando Valenzuela, Tommy Lasota, Kobe, oh. all those on there. It's kind of my own little spin. I wanted to put something. There's a restaurant, but I want to put my own little stamp. So that's on there. So yeah, we're here. I think it's a it's a good town. It's family oriented. You know, from newborns to you know my mother-in-law's 85 years old comes here, hangs out on Friday nights, has dinner, brings her friends, has yeah. a good time. We're a place for everybody yeah. to come and enjoy and, and have a good time. You know, that's what we're here for. And I uh, hope to see all you guys out there. Let us know. Uh, you know, you heard us on this uh, great podcast, and uh, come on down. Awesome. Well, look, man, we're gonna wrap it up and say thank you to everybody. Um, thank you for listening, and uh, be nice to each other. We'll talk to you soon.